All right, y'all, you have to go tune into the Virtually Limitless podcast. I know people don't often start their own podcast telling you to go to another podcast, but I love Justine that much. And she and I had an amazing conversation that led into this very conversation. All things around motherhood, commitment, not only to our marriage, but also professionally. She is a professional life and business coach after all, um, all about lifestyle as an entrepreneur. And so that's where motherhood and marriage come into play. But it's all about taking imperfect action. Sometimes our imperfect action even happens in the midst of health crises, which is exactly what we go into in her own story. So I know that there's been a lot of health conversations, especially amidst 2020 and all things COVID, but that's not this one. This is more of a heart attack. This is more of a head attack, mental, physical health, right? And so if this is you, tune in. If you are looking to enhance your life, if you are looking to stay committed to the purpose of your life, life, the great call, the great commission, this is for you. I can't wait for you to interact. And remember, if you forget to tune in or you want to connect further in community and actually chat with me, I text you, right? Me firsthand. So send me a text message, put podcast at 757-906-3734 and we can chat offline. And of course, a subscribe and review is always amazing. So thank you for doing that every single time or just screenshot this very podcast and tag Justine and myself on Instagram, regardless, whatever way you decide to interact, we're grateful. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. This is your God wink, the moment that heaven says for such a time as this, it's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast. Though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist, this isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering, if you're wondering, what is this? Well, this is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. And to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit.
Oh, wow. This is so fun, you guys. This is season three. I'm recording episodes into the hundreds now, so that's pretty rad. And this is the first time that we are going duly live. Actually, triply live. Is that a thing? Triple live? (laughs) Facebook, YouTube, and Clubhouse. If you're in Clubhouse right now, we need all the song raised hands just to show us your love. We're so grateful for you guys. And I can't wait to introduce you. Today's amazing guest, Justine, and I had the opportunity of sharing on her podcast called the Virtually Limitless Podcast just a couple weeks ago. It's not live yet, right, Justine? No, I think it's coming shortly, so I can't wait to tag it and make sure that everybody knows when it's coming live because it's so soon. I'm so stoked for you guys to hear from camera. It was oh my gosh. And I know that you're going to bring the heat today, too. So we're excited to have you. And just to give her a mini intro, first off, if you hear a baby, that's because her real life baby. This is not a roadcaster gimmick, though I should totally add a baby, like a crying <laughs> baby in the background. Totally. This is mompreneurship at its finest. And I'm baby so laughter, grateful. right? For all those moments we need to laugh in life, right? <laughs> <laughs> laugh, cry, like all the emotions of motherhood, right? Like there's Absolutely. no shame. No shame. So we're welcoming you. You're not only a mama. I love to say and know when someone is a mompreneur, but you're so much more than that. Beyond just being the co-host of that podcast, you're an entrepreneur and a fellow coach. And so that's where we connect, how we connect, serving people through the things that we have learned. And right, our tests become our testimonies. And that's exactly who you are. So I just want you to jump in. Yes, our test is our testimony. And you guys, if you're not following Tamara and you're seeing this through my feed or anything like that, please follow Tamara. Um, because uh, when you find a kindred soul that's actually doing the things that you're trying to do and is even a little further up the mountain, you're just so inspired. You're so grateful. And I'm just so humbled to be here today with Tamara in season three. And we're on all the different platforms. Like, feel like the three is such a blessed number. And um, I'm just so excited to dig into all the goodness today. It's going to be so much fun. Likewise, likewise, friend. So let's just give you a bit of like, tell us who you are. Like, where do you come from? Where are you at? That's a loaded question. I I like loaded questions because if I'm holding my gun... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your shot. We only get one at life, right? Um, but take it well. Take it well, daughter. Um, but for me, the biggest thing that I love sharing with people is that I am a Minnesota mama. I've been born and raised in this state. Um, I'm definitely the definition of Minnesota nice, unless you mess with my people. Um, but I definitely love all things competitive and sports, like off screen. Like I think it's so important to bring a little bit of us to the table that isn't usually seen. I play volleyball with my husband. That's one of the ways that we met and really got to know each other besides church. Um, and I'm super competitive. I will, you know, forever love the game, but you know, there, there are moments. Um, <laughs> but a lot of what I do, um, and what I do now has been a, a transformation of my journey, kind of like, uh, Andrea or Tamara said, you know, with, the test being your testimony. Um, I am not from the entrepreneur space. None of my family is. It's just not really in my family. I was actually a dental uh, career person. And I was like, there's no way I can raise my kids the way that I want to while showing up in this way for my job. I love my job. I was good at it. I worked four different positions and thrived, but it's just not what I saw in my future for my family. And so I really had to offer that prayer of Lord, show me, I don't know what is next. And, um, so I fell into a huge state of depression as I was fulfilling my like next level of success of motherhood and happy marriage and healthy child. Like I was still entering a phase of just darkness being like, okay, now what? 
now what? And um, I think the biggest part of my journey has gone from taking that mess into a message and just being able to connect with amazing people like Tamara every day as a coach, as a fellow human being. I love I love bringing that to the table. Like there is no more human than Tamara. She is so human, you guys. And that's one of the things that we have to make sure we're being the difference. Like that's why she stands out online, you guys. She's she's human. She's real. And we're so thirsting for that. God didn't make us to be smoke and mirrors. God didn't make us to challenge each other. He made us to compliment each other and use our strengths um, as a support for someone else's weakness. And I, I think that that's just something really amazing about Tamara. And that's why I'm just so grateful that um, I'm putting myself in circles like this because there was a time of darkness when I didn't have that inspiration or that power of proximity. And, um, you know, for people even through 2020, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my gosh, I was there you got to check in on who your circle is because you're going to be either getting power contributed or taken away from you, depending on who you surround yourself with. So that is so true. Well, I need, I don't have my roadcaster set up for like a preach, but yes. I need <laughs> <laughs> we got to write all these things. That I was literally making a, a list of things that I wanted to be my things for, for my roadcaster too. And I was like, okay, I want this one. I want this one. I want this. One. <laughs> but I have yeah. like specific people in, in my mind who have to come in and actually record their voice because <laughs> I won't be able to find it on YouTube because I just love that specific person. That would that's so cool. Oh my gosh, yes, you have to do that. Oh so if gosh, you're yes. tuning in on Clubhouse right now on Facebook, yes. YouTube, we are so excited about this. And I think what's so proud, like like a moment of proud, right, is that we both are okay with doing it imperfectly. We both like we're like, yeah, let's do it. I literally gave Justine the heads up about two minutes ago, you guys. And I'm like, yeah. hey, you want to feel forward with me today? Because we got to step outside of our box. She already has her roadcaster ordered. So this is yeah. awesome for her. It's a learning lesson for me and a learning lesson for her. And I think that's a part of life, right? You're talking about the power of proximity. Like we both are calling each other higher. We're both yeah. saying so what if your baby is with you? In fact, bring the baby. Like that's so precious. And that is how we activate. Earlier I was on a coaching call and she was talking about how she's exhausted and there's all these other things that are happening and she's got, she's moving and she's establishing new foundations for her own home front. And at the same time, she feels less than when she's not activated in the business part. And I was just encouraging them that your whisper the energy, just the whisper that you have is enough. Yeah. And it just moved me when she, that was a received message. But more so importantly, imagine if God was whispering to you right now, how much would you tune in? You would drop everything. You would drop the headphones out. You would stop the be like, Sorry, Tamara, I got to go. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Right? Yes. Such a gift. That's such a gift to be able to hear his whisper. So we don't activate because we feel like the only way to activate is with a roar. And that's a lie from the enemy. We actually have the capability and the opportunity right now to show up imperfectly, to take off that mask and say, this is me today. Mm -hmm. This is my family right now in this season. Absolutely. And I'm in the midst of moving and my four children, which she has, are are all over the place. And guess yep. what? You're still showing up in the whisper and God sees you in that moment. So in the middle of your mess, let's get into that mess with yes. you so that we can just understand the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the transition, right? The testimony is really the transition to where you are today. Talk to us about that. Well, and I think it's so important to realize that every person that made a difference had a messy start. 
every person, like, I mean, people didn't even think that Jesus was king because uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you from, yeah, Nazareth, yeah, not happening. Nice try. Like, (laughs) I mean, anyone that started had a messy start. If it was worth finishing, they made it through. And so I guess for me, the biggest thing was I didn't even know what entrepreneur meant. I quit my job the day before I had my son um, because I knew that I, I knew the priority, but I didn't know the path, if that makes sense, you guys. I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. So I was like, you know what? Husband and I jumped in, both feet together, committed. You know, you can't do it with one foot out the door. A lot of people talk about that. They're not actually committed to what they're embarking on. Yeah, that doesn't work. Make sure, especially between you and your spouse, the communication is clear, honest, and um, straightforward because otherwise there's no way that you can pull together. You know, you're tied to the same yoke. You want to pull as a team. If you're going forwards and he's going backwards, there's just no reason. There's no reason. So when we talk about a lot of movement, are you actually making progress? That's kind of a side trail, but just so good. Big, big, I'm sorry. That one just came. I'm just like, I love it. Gotta drop it. Gotta drop it. Yes. Where's that? Where's the mic drop? We we gotta get that one. We gotta get that one, Tamara. Oh my gosh. Um, I gotta take more notes. I gotta take more notes. Um, but no, we got we got to do that. But analyze what it is that you're trying to do. So, it, do you know the vision? What are you actually committing to? And I was committing to being a, a stay at home mom and raising our kids. And the reason that I chose that too was because my husband was making the bulk of the income. It yeah. was a very easy answer. It wasn't that uh, I was greater than or less than, and I had to do that. It wasn't that at all. It was like, how can we make this work? And what is this going to look like for our future? And so that that being started, we, we did it. And in my time of darkness or in my time of temptation, um, the biggest you know thing for me that I kept asking myself was what made me happy? Of course, God gives us the opportunity for joy and happiness throughout our every single day. But I was like, what really sets my soul on fire? And it, it took me back to when I was working as a dental professional. And I went to a community opportunity where we did dental work for free. Everyone was there giving their specific talent or license or knowledge. And we were basically setting people free from pain, giving them smiles back. And like, it was incredible. So I was like, okay, I need more of that. But how do I get that feeling, that emotion, that fulfillment, that vocation while honoring my priorities? And so I turned the online space. I didn't know what the word entrepreneur meant. I was like, everyone has entrepreneur in their bio. What does that mean? Are we all doing the same thing? Like I was confused, you guys, because I was the, I was an honor student in college. I got like normal education. I was like, yeah, I got this. I was like, oh, this is a whole new language. This is Chinese. (laughs) So I, I started on the journey of discovery. And so I just prayed. I was like that my favorite prayer, if you ask me what my favorite prayer is besides the Our Father, it's the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. I don't know what it is that you want me to do. I don't know where you want me to go, but just show me what to do. And I'm here for it. And when you met, when you just mentioned that earlier, Tamara, I got to go back to this showing up, not because you feel like a strong lioness or a strong leading male. Like showing up because you know that there's something for you. You just don't know what it is. And even if you're feeling broken, even if you're covered in scars, like I was, I was just like, I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to be something. So I better show up. And so it was just really embracing that prayer and being like, Lord, use me, show me and help me do it. Because I know there's going to be mountains that I can't climb. But if I put my hand up, you'll reach down. Like I know there are. And this goes back to, you know, just to take the story a little deeper with you guys. Um, February of 2020, I laid in the hospital with a fever of 
Well, I did not black out. I did not have seizures. I heard the nurse say that number twice. And I said, Lord, I'm not done. That number is too high. <laughs> that number is too high. Laying there like a, a worse than a, like a wet pig on a summer's day. Like I was just drained with being dehydrated. Um, God bless all the people that were working with me, but they still hadn't figured out what it was. It ended up being an infection. Not my fault. One of those flukes, but it was a really, um, a really big moment for me as a young person. Guys, I'm young. I don't want to tell you how young I am, but I'm young. And, um, the good Lord knows that level, um, level 23 for me was really hard. And I wasn't even sure what level 23 was going to hold, but I was put to the test. I said, Lord, put me back in. I'm not done. I, I felt like I could see the pearly gates and I was like carrying a whole bunch of packages. Like I had so much stuff in my arms and like, I'm not done yet. Like, wait, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Not because I wanted more life, but because I had so much more to give. And it's so funny because people are like, that's silly. I'm like, you go to the deathbed and you think about what actually really matters at that point. And you'll realize that everything you thought matter doesn't have any, any surface at all. It doesn't matter. And so it just really helped me (laughs) reset things in my business, reset how I move forward with my people, the message that I'm sharing. It's not one of urgency because, you know, speed is life and all that kind of stuff. It's because you don't know if tomorrow is guaranteed. So live your messy message every single day at every single level because you want your level you know, 28, 48, 68, I don't care to be the best level that you've ever experienced because you don't know if you'll make it to level 67. That's so true. That's so true. And the other day, I was having a conversation with my husband. I was in the middle of like the kids playing around me. I had gotten home from a long day at work and I was drinking a soda water. And I was like, my beer crack, right? I was like, Ah, but it was just soda water. Don't worry. I've been alcohol free for almost two years, but I'm I'm sitting there and he, he just, I don't know why decided that now's a great time to deposit this nugget. That's going to make my wife cry. And he did, he didn't intend to, and I wasn't hormonal at the time. So, well, I guess we're always hormonal, but you know what I mean? Sorry, dudes that are listening on Clubhouse. I see you. I love you. This is me. So he says, he says, Tamara, when is the last time that you saw your grandpa? I'm like, gosh, it's been too long. And I already always think about him, right? And so I already was like, gosh, COVID, all the things have gotten into the way of this, right? Using excuses to say why I haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. And he said, how much longer realistically do you think he's going to live? I'm like, I don't know. Gosh, that's like a thing to put a stamp on my grandpa who's in his 90s, by the way, 92 years old. And so I realistically threw out a number and I'm not going to say that out loud because I'm not going to let the enemy take hold of it. And I said the number and he said, okay, so if in the last year you've seen him once and likely how many more times do you think you'll see him this year? I'm like, oh, maybe once, maybe twice. And he says, okay, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You're going to see him six more times ever in your life. And I just started weeping. Tears started going down my face. My son got real defensive and was like, Dada, why are you making mama cry right now? And I was like, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. Mama's not sad. Mama's just eager. Yes. And that's where you were. You were sitting on your deathbed. Yes. Eager. Because there's more for you. And there's more for everyone listening here right now. Absolutely. And yet we don't often take advantage of those six more times. 
right? We know that every minute is precious. We know that every day could be our last. We hear these things all the time, but I think we take advantage. I think we take advantage. Well, and for me too, it's one of those things where whether it's COVID that we compare it to or the fact that you could be in a car accident tomorrow, like there's no, life is full of peril. Life is a risk. And the number one thing, like I told Tamara too, like, you know, we got one shot. I want to take my shot every day, not save it for when, mm-hmm. not save it for if they, for me now, because we're human beings. God didn't create us to live in the future. He created us to live in the present. Like when you think about that for me, um, I'm so inspired by the words of Queen Esther. You know, if we were made for times as these, like God knew that we would be the ones to survive Corona, a global pandemic. Like your grandpa would live to survive that. Yeah. Like how incredible and inspiring is that? But what do we do with that? Do we just let that energy die at us? Like, do we become the energy stop? Or are we going to let that flow and ripple into other people? And that's where I just committed to showing up. I did. I was on social media when I was sick. I would post whenever I, I felt like my phone was 10 pounds because I was so weak. So I was like, oh my God, this phone is so heavy. And my husband was like, it's just your phone, babe. It's just your phone. You don't have, did you want me to call your mom? Did you, I can do that. Like it was hilarious. Cause I was like, wow, it's heavy. My hands tired. Like, oh my gosh, it was so bad. Um, but it's but, not bad. I'm actually thinking about it. Like really how heavy is our phone? Right. You know, that's a perspective a I've never thought of actually weight in what's happening right here in this wow. very moment. And I believe there is an access point in the heaviness of this thing. Right. Mm. It's listening to us at every given point. We've got Siri on like AutoZone, autopilot, whatever. <laughs> oh, yes. AutoZone. I, I passed an AutoZone earlier and my son said, like, commercial on the radio. Yeah, it's terrible. No, I actually did do this. And he was like, like autopilot in the Tesla. I'm like, oh boy, you're privileged. Okay. Let's keep going. So is the understanding that yeah. our phone does carry weight mm. and in your weakest moment, you still saw it as a lifeline. I did. And it's not a bad thing. I believe that the weight that's happening right here in this room on Clubhouse, on Facebook, on YouTube, this is not necessarily a weight that should feel like a burden. What if we utilized it as the connection point to all of the nations like we were supposed to do with everything that's our energy every single day? That's so powerful because at every moment we're given the choice, Tamara. I think, you know, people ask me, you know, what's the defining, um, you know, lesson that you teach people as a coach? My number one thing is that you always have the choice. Every single day, every hour, every moment to give honor and glory back to God. If you mm-hmm. do, great. If you don't, that's your deal. But if there is a way that I can help you magnify your gifts and talents, fulfilling your purpose and enjoy the one shot that you get at life, why wouldn't I do that? Like I would be stupid not to do that because guess what? When I give, I receive and it's a hundredfold to say the very least. And I mean, to have people in your inbox saying, hey, I cried off during your live video on Facebook. I, you know, I totally changed my mastermind. I'm a mastery coach for Dean Graziosi. You know, it's one of those things where it's like people coming back and being like, this mastery coach course was all I needed and your people were exactly what I needed. That's us fulfilling our piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. That's us becoming that piece for someone else. And so in that moment for me, you guys, as I lay there being like, should I get on my phone and post that I'm okay? 
Should I get on my phone and say, hey, keep the prayers coming because I'm not done fighting yet. I'm here for more. Just got to take a time out, be benched for a little bit. You know, it was one of those things where I, I did think about that. But at the same time, I was like, it's worth it. It's worth it. So I took a picture. My husband was right there next to me. And we took a picture of the hospital just as a, a memento in time, not as a uh, marketing right, you know, to be like, oh, I was in the hospital and now I'm cured. No, it's more of just a re- to remember that low point where it's like, even in the lowest of the low, how do you show up to praise the Lord? Is it praying in the sun and in the rain? Or is it just, is it just in the sunshine? No, you praise him in the rain too. And I just wanted to make sure that I was doing that because I only get one shot. And, you know, for everyone listening, I don't know what shot you're going through right now in this day in the moments and distractions and things that are trying to pull you away from your purpose. But I guarantee you it's getting harder because you're getting closer Mm -hmm. and someone else doesn't want you to get there. Let's. All right, quick pause. I love that you're tuning into this show. Really, your shares, your subscribes and reviews, even your listens mean a ton to me personally and honestly to all of us who put these shows out weekly for your listening pleasure. But are you ready? I think it's time that I put you in the hot seat for a question. If you're resonating with all of these multi-passionate, God-loving success stories, then I bet you have one of your own. Maybe you're even in the midst of that comeback. Regardless, there is a deeper message inside of you. I am sure of it. It's your why factor for living life. So here's the question. Why not turn that mess into a message by starting a podcast of your very own? It's time for you to amplify. And since I've been podcasting for a couple years now and I've trained dozens of shows into launch, I've also hit top of the charts across the globe. Why would you want to learn from anybody else? I'm also pretty fun. And so is my team. And we've put together this e-course. And don't stop here. Don't fast forward. Hold up. I know you're thinking e-course, me course. Everybody's got a course. But this one is truly as good as it gets. I give you behind the scenes, step by steps. My team is screen sharing exactly what they do post-processing. There are video modules and a workbook. Plus, we offer direct group coaching with us. No videos. Us live in action. Let's create that human-to-human connection. So really, there's nothing like it. I would encourage you to go check out TamaraAndress.com and check out the course tab. Once you get there, there's even a free mini course option if you want to see the behind the scenes and not really take my word for it. So you should take my word for it. You're here listening to me right now. So I appreciate you. We love you. We encourage you. But girl, boy, man, woman, father, dog, whatever. (laughs) It's time for you to amplify. All right. Now let's get back to the show. And so this past weekend out of the blue, I decided I was going to start this challenge called 75 hard. And I got to tell you how, because this story is hilarious. So I'm on Clubhouse in the morning, Breakfast Champions, go, go. And they are talking about their biggest takeaway from the week and their favorite ice cream. So I was thinking of like a creative way that I was going to be able to like honor them in their favorite ice cream. As we're talking about it, the Rocky Road and the chocolate chip peanut butter and the and chocolate chip, I my palate is wet at this point at 6 a.m. And I started to hear my kids wrestle like upstairs and they're, they're playing with data. And I'm like, oh, man, it'd be super fun to like take this moment to be like a really cool mom and go take them for ice cream for breakfast. I was so excited. I thought this was going to be so fun. So I go upstairs. I'm still on Clubhouse listening to everyone like in the background, right? And and there's a, probably a, a word to that. We'll talk about that another time. But I'm like, guys, 
Mama has this idea. It's going to be an epic morning. And I tell them, this is what we're going to do. And both of them, like there was no cheers. There was hardly a smile coming from my daughter. And my husband's looking at me kind of like a deer in headlights. And I'm like, well, that wasn't what I was anticipating. What just happened? And he says, oh, gosh, babe, I cued this up totally wrong. Like, what do you mean? So there's this movie out called Yes Day with Jennifer Gardner. Absolutely love her. And it's talking about this magical day that you choose as a family and every single thing that the kids ask, the mom and dad have to say yes. Okay. Everything. Oh, like you wow. set boundaries, the boundaries, like there's only this amount of money we can spend a hundred yeah. miles radius, you know, like healthy, well, semi-healthy boundaries. Well, yeah, one right. of them was food. And so they had gone to this ice cream place and they got this massive ice cream thing. One of those challenges. If the whole family can eat this, you get $40 back. That's how much the ice cream costs. So by the end in the movie, you see them like at the beginning, like this is so fun. And then halfway through, they're like, this is not so fun. And at the end, somebody's going to the bathroom, right? Because they just couldn't keep it down. So my husband for 30 minutes the day before had talked to them about the lesson that was in that, like eating bad things isn't good for you. You shouldn't do this thing. And we're very health conscious about the things that we fuel our kids with. We were going to get cashew milk ice cream. I mean, come on. But still, they literally took it so much to heart that they were like, no, I'm not. We're not going to do that. And in that moment, I'm thinking, "Okay, well, that's kind of lame, but that's fine. I guess I'll go for a run. What was the next thing in my brain? I'm going to I'll I'll go move. And they're talking about this concept of 75 hard. This is what it is, you guys. There's actually several people in the room right now and listening that are participating with me. So go hard. It's two times a day, 40, 45 minute workouts, 10 to 15 pages of um, extracurricular learning. Right. It could be the Bible. It could be self-help. It could be entrepreneurial. Uh, take a photo of yourself every day as a progression and a proof that you did the thing. And you can choose any sort of diet that you want. No regulations on the food intake, but you have to move 45 minutes. The cool thing about one of those is it has to be outside. Okay. This is a long story. So hold with me. It's going to be totally here. I'm I'm totally here. You've got me enthralled. I'm like invested. Let's go. I'm I'm going and I decide to invite my kids with me. So my husband can have a break. So the other kids in the neighborhood can come and we're on this bike ride and I'm starting to run. I need you to know something. I hate running. And I'm going to say this. I love running so that I'm affirming myself as I say this, because I generally, I used to despise running to the point where every time that I've ever ran, I've only ever made it three miles. If I did make it three miles, I generally always walked. I've peed myself at finish lines. I've not finished the 5K because I I was like, I'm going to throw up. And I've also stopped and thrown up. So lots of things. I'm a sprinter. Okay. I was a gymnast. We run to the vault and that's it. And so I'm thinking to myself already, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to go out here. And I had no expectation for myself other than Tamara, you're going to move. And they'd been talking about this challenge all morning. I had not committed to it at this point, other than the fact that my husband said, why don't you start today? And earlier I said, no, maybe I'll start tomorrow. And I cannot stand when people say this, maybe I'll start tomorrow. You don't know what that one shot is. You don't know what the duration of that one shot is. And you're not promised that tomorrow. So why wait till tomorrow? So I'm running. My son has no shoes on, which is no surprise to anybody who knows him. He's like a little Mowgli, long hair and all. And I'm, I've got earband on. It's cold outside. And he's like, oh, 
I think I'm getting frostbite. And I'm like, boy, it is 50 degrees out here. You need to go home. You're distracting me. Like, this isn't going to work if you're going to complain the whole time. And then as I said that, I said, you know what? No, you need to keep going. Cooper, if you're not going, you're not growing. If you're not, if you're sitting, you're missing. If you're not going, you're not growing. If you're sitting, you're missing. I started doing a dance and a rhythm and I'm like, say it with me, say it with me. He's like, what is wrong with my mom? Something's happening to her right now. First off, she's running and she doesn't like to run. Second off, she's running and she's dancing and she's jigging with a rhyme and she's asking me to do it and I really am cold. So we're, we're moving along and I say, I keep going this and I said, I have to change the goal for him and that's a whole nother conversation. But when I changed the goal of what he was doing, because I already knew what I was set out to do. He got yeah. really fired up. Change mm. the goal of what you're going for, and it might actually get you there. Another note. Well, here we go. Oh. 30-ish minutes in to the longest run I've ever done in my life, and all the pain is hitting, right? I'm I'm mentally struggling. My hip flexors are screaming, and I'm like, I have a choice right here. You're talking about choices. I was at the T-bone of either I turn right and I go back home, where the kids were all going. They were all leaving me. They're like, peace out, mom. This is this is enough. We're done. 30 minutes in. Or you take a left and you go further away from your comfort zone. Further away. Because if I go further away from my comfort zone, it takes me longer to get back there. And I might actually hit the goal. But I have to get uncomfortable. Mm. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to take the one shot that you have and realize that comfort is not what you come to Justine and I for. We love you. We'll cradle you, we'll hug you, we'll wipe your tears. But we are converters of the energy. We are not a couch. We're not a comfort zone. We're here to transition you into that place of purpose. Absolutely. And so I, I hear you. One chance, one shot, one choice, one deathbed. Maybe you're on it right now. Mm-hmm. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, maybe you feel depleted. And so, Justine, I, that's all the messages that you just said wrapped into one lifelong example. I hit 60 minutes, the longest run I've ever ran in my entire life, eight miles, five miles past my longest distance. I am sitting right now and my feet and my legs hurt. <laughs> but I have done 75 hard before I committed to 75 hard. I started. And it that's was in different. the movement, in the going that I said, holy cow, yep. move the goal, Tamara. You can do this thing. It's so incredible. And I love that you use the story to bring it to real life because everybody, you know, everyone can be like, oh, well, my life isn't that extreme. I'm not on a deathbed. Oh. <laughs> or I'm doing 75 hard and that too is okay. Yes. But I think the biggest thing is to feel, to realize what and how can you apply this to who you are now? where you want to go and what you're willing to give up during that time. Cause everyone wants to be the top 1%, but what are you willing to give up in order to get there? Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a different level as a parent, as parents, we have different priorities than someone that's flying solo. That's okay. I love that. One of my best friends, um, she's another great podcaster, Esprit Divorce. She's phenomenal on here. Like she's got different stuff than I do. And I got different stuff than she does, but to support the vision and the mission is what everything is about. And if you're looking to become the greatest version of yourself, my first thing I'm going to say is prove it. Mm. What are you willing to do? Where are you willing to go? Not that you 
can't achieve it. Like, I'm not trying to like shut you down and be like, Hey, yeah, yeah, totally. You can't do that. Like Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah, sure. God. Um, but genuinely be like, what are you willing to do in order to become? Cause I think if we're not becoming, we're not anything. What are we? We're dead. We're dead to self. We're dead, dead to everything. And I don't think God created us to do that. I believe he created us to be human beings, to be all about becoming and, you know, really supporting not only our own growth, but the growth of others, which is why as a coach, and it's funny because I didn't realize I was a coach until someone called me out and was like, why are you just doing, um, I was doing virtual cons- uh, assisting, like uh, being a collaborator. They're like, um, you're basically running the show from behind the scenes. I need you to be my coach. And so I actually was asked to coach because I didn't know that was a real thing. Some people will ask that story. How did you find coaching? What made you want to do this? I, I didn't know it was a thing, but God opened that door to me through another person because I just showed up. I didn't know what I could do, but I knew I could help people. So I started in that area. And so regardless of what level, to get back to the discussion, you guys, regardless of what level you are on, this applies to you. It doesn't matter what area of your life, this applies to you. The choices and decisions that you're making as you're becoming will dictate the person that you become on your last shot. But when is that shot taken? Yeah, Only God knows. So So you decide on your side what you're willing to do. And that's where things get amazing. And that's why I love people like Tamara because she's showing up every single day. Likewise, friend. Likewise. In the midst of motherhood. In the midst of wife and all the other things. And so there's this, the final layer to that run, right? And it layers so beautifully to what you're saying in this one shot concept. In this, you have the time, right? For such a time as this, right from Esther, like this is so critical. I was coming in on the last lap, last two laps actually, and I I lost connection to Clubhouse, which oh, it was my full motivation. It was what's getting me through. I was listening to an NBA coach tell me that everyone is born an athlete, right? That's how I got past and decided to take a left instead of a right towards my house. She said, everything, everyone with breath is an athlete, right? It, what you do with that movement is up to you. Laura Wilde is her name. She's amazing. She's an MBA um, health and wellness coach to MBA gals. And so I was like, this is amazing. And I kept going, but I lost connection. I was trying to reconnect. I turned it off. I got back into it. It was like poor connection. And it was this moment where I was like, holy cow, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. It's happened to me before in my testimony where everyone was gone, right? Where the people that I thought were my support system, the people that I thought were going to speak positive affirmation and say, you've got this, you can do this. I believe in you too. I see where you're going. And I say, yes, they weren't there anymore. And that inner circle that ties us all together so beautifully, they matter. Yes, they do. And yet the people who you might have had in that previous version of self might not be the right people in that inner circle. So Their voices matter. Choose them well. Lift yourself up. You want to be a six-figure entrepreneur? Are you hanging out with any six-figure entrepreneurs? You're a seven-figure entrepreneur, a seven-figure earner. Are you hanging out? Are you the smartest person in the room? Mm -hmm. Because if you are, you need to raise the bar because you're going to stay there. You're going to stay complacent. You're going to stay in your comfort zone. So move beyond, move past. So I'm making these final loops and I'm just like, oh, I need affirmation. So I was saying the same thing that I was telling to my seven-year-old son. I love it. Right. I was telling the same thing. And then all of a sudden I I was like, oh, I should get on and like share this with people. Right. Barely moving at this point. I don't even know how my legs were going, literally. But I was at a runner's high. I I knew that I was going to hit 60 minutes and I was not stopping now. So I'm giving them this energy. I'm telling them what was deposited. And then the last thing that came to me was, let's go cameras on. Let's go cameras on. 
And it wasn't my phone. And my, though my husband had his phone, he was so proud of me coming through. There's a whole story to that. Yes. It was God. It was the camera lens from heaven. Mm-hmm. He pressed record on your life before you were conceived in your mother's womb. He pressed record and he's watching. He's present. He's omnipresent in your life, whether you recognize him or not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? He's watching the screen of your life unfold. Mm-hmm. And he's hopeful and he's got purpose over why he's watching it. Because if he wasn't watching it, he wouldn't be here. Right. But he's looking out for you. He's got a plan for you. He knows the climax of your story. He knows the twists and turns. He knows the messes. He knows the transformation points. He does. And so I'm like, holy cow, it changed my whole thought pattern on mm-hmm. the camera, on the phone. Yes. Right. Absolutely. He's absolutely cameras on. Well, and I think that just goes to the point too. you know, the power lives in our perspective. You know, we, we have the power to choose which, and I like to parallel this, like with putting on a pair of sunglasses, right. Um, you know, right now in Minnesota, it's kind of cloudy, but Hey, usually we need them in the summer. So, um, anyways, um, but if you put on a pair of glasses or my blue light glasses, what perspective am I looking to choose to see this through? Right. Is this a moment of opportunity? Is this a moment of grace? Is this a moment of blessing? Or is this a time of pain, of curse, of this or that? Like we always have that ability to choose. And I love your testimony of how that changed your perspective of, hey, recording's on, like game on. Like he's watching. He knows. Um, well, he knows. So I got to figure out what he knows so I can do the thing. Um, like, and there's so many moments where I ask myself, I'm like, Lord, that was not a funny plot twist. That was not cool. But at the same time, he's writing the book with us. He's recording the movie with us. However, you want to realize that truth in your life. There is no tear that goes unnoticed. There is no pain that doesn't go unfelt. He is there a thousand percent of the way with you. And, um, you know, as he carried his cross, we carry ours and he doesn't ask us to carve the way he's just asking us to follow. Mm. And no one said it was going to be easy, um, but it's going to be worth it. So that's like a whole nother level of like the script is already written. Yeah. And we stand all the time striving, trying to control the outcome of a movie that's already written. Yeah. We're trying to change the script. I, that's really true. We're trying to it's so funny to think of it in that light, right, guys? Like, laugh with yourself, laugh at your yes. own, you know, mess ups. But, you know, these are the bloopers behind the scenes. This yes. is the greatest part of the movie. But at the same time, why are we focusing on the script when we just have to show up? Yes, yes. And he's the director. So he's just like, go, do the thing, say the words, speak my language, speak the words I've already given you. Talk Give about being aligned to the Bible. We don't have to speak from anything other than the knowing. And if you're not connected to the knowing, then you are going to be saying all the words that you shouldn't be saying, speaking death instead of life. I do not hate running. I love running. Mm -hmm. Tamara loves to run. Yes, she does. She does now. (laughs) But it's true. It it can be simple. It can be silly like this, but it can also be really, really deep. Yes. Yep. And you may have to start at a different level. Maybe you have to cut straight to the chase, no chocolate on top and be like, you know what? I love running. I'm going to run my butt off. I am going to run. And for someone else, they might need to joke around. That's okay. We all have been given beautiful God-given personalities that are all very different and unique, but his message and, and his support doesn't change. He's the one that shows up consistently. All we have to do is meet him there. 
Like that's the biggest thing for me too. Like people talk about stuff being so hard. Yeah. Life is hard. It is. It's always going to be hard, but it's always going to be worth it. We don't have to worry about that. Life is going to give you, you know, a lot of mountains and valleys. That's great. I think of a roller coaster. I put my hands up and scream the whole way. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And so, you know, I I know for so many of you listening, maybe you've been through other trials and tribulations too. I'm not saying I don't feel that. And I know that if anyone feels that our Lord does, um, but at the same time, having joy in the time of pain, in the time of sorrow, in the time of growth and transformation, that's that's what makes this journey worthwhile. And that's why, you know, even in our position as coaches, we're there to remind you that there's more to the pain. There's more to that. Pain can be your power. Pain can be the transformation point by which you actually become all that you were created to be. It's not a destination. It's just a part of the journey. Yeah, it's so, so powerful. And it's this is the thing, like, it might sound like we're just like health and wellness coaches. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> That's not our business coaches, <laughs> right? But this is, this is the priority. You talked about priorities at the beginning, your home front, your first ministry being that priority. If your body and mind and spiritual self and well-being are not aligned, this is the entire premise of the Fit and Faith podcast, And I never have to plan these conversations, you all. I don't plan them. I don't ask them questions before they come. The prep is, hey, come and have coffee with me, even though I'm drinking soda water and you're nursing a baby. My jug of water, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nursing life, sorry, just saying. Like, I I go by gallons. (laughs) It's all good. That's the part of 75 hard. I forgot to tell you that. One gallon of water a day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yay, that's going to be you. You're going to need one of those big jugs. (laughs) So it's just, it's this knowing, right, that like, these plans, this deposit, I didn't like create it. And I'm not the only one who stumbled upon it, mm-hmm. right? Justine stumbled upon it. The hundreds yeah. of people who have been on this podcast before have stumbled upon the same knowing. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know each other. No. This wasn't like, a, hey, let me tell you this secret. Now we're telling you this secret, which is why you're here listening. And we love that. Yes. But we coach in business coaching because first is the being when you know yourself through the lens of the Lord. Mm-hmm. When you're rooted on a firm foundation, we can build a brand and a business from a place of foundation that is strong versus building on the sand. We are building on the rock and he is the one who creates the plans. Absolutely. We just he, he does. And, you know, so many times people have asked me that, too, because they're like life and business coach, wealth coach, whatever you want to call me. I don't yeah. even care. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm just Dean. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, or Mater. Some people call me by my last name, uh, Mater, but whatever. It's one of those things where at the end of the day, every business problem is really just a example of our personal flaws and the personal growth that we need because every business is built by an amazing human being that usually has impact that they want to create, has a service that the world needs, or has a way that they can change the lives of other people. Um, and so it's one of those things that we can't always do it on our own, but guess what? We weren't meant to do it alone. Yep. That's why God put us on the world with 7.7 other billion amazing people. And so it's one of those things where a lot of people get worried too about their niche or like being not serving enough people. It's one of those things where you don't have to focus on anything. You have to focus on showing up as you and the right people will be magnetized to you because you are showing up as a thousand percent, the hardest and the most amazing version of yourself. You're putting yourself through those growth opportunities. You're building that foundation. You're not building in stand. You're building with things that will stand the chest of time because that's who you are. That's who you were created to be. 
And so I think, I think the biggest thing for people to realize too, is that if you're struggling in your business, maybe take an inside look. If you're struggling in your, in yourself and you want the business to be born, I actually started my business working with other people to heal myself. That's how I became undepressed. I wanted to serve. I wanted to love. And so I started by serving other people until I got to a place that I could do that for myself. So regardless of where you find yourself, I just want to give you that grace that it's okay. There is mess in the message. The first four letters is literally right there. Don't be ashamed by that. It's just part of your journey. And if there's anything that Tamara and I would want you to walk away with today, it's knowing that there's so much hope. There's so much for you right now because you are here. And if there's not only any way that we could support you, but if we could just give you like a candle, like just light your flame right now and just be like, hey, baby, you're glowing. Get back to it. That's what we would want for you today. So, so good. I always use that analogy of like the fire, right? And if you catch close, if you come close, you're going to get an ember. Yes. And if your ember is out, you're about to catch flame. Absolutely. So if you're ready for that, you can do it. But I was thinking as you were talking how everyone wants to be the shepherd of the flock and they want their flock to be massive, right? They yeah. want millions in the flock. I want to impact millions in the globe. That's yeah. a noble, noble desire. And I believe that it's specifically heavenly deposited. However, if you have not yet trained to be a shepherd, Nobody can call you a shepherd. Mm -hmm. You can't even see in yourself in the mirror that you're a shepherd. And yet you're running and you're trying to gather all these sheep together. And they're like, who are you? I don't trust you. I don't know you. I don't know your voice. Right. I've got to know the. I've got to know the voice of the person, the pastor. Mm -hmm. That is my shepherd. And that's knowing the voice of God who establishes your identity who allows you and then comes into the knowing and trusting you enough to send you one person, one sheep, one to start the flock, right? And when you get okay with serving one abundantly, Mm -hmm. well, and you get all the business structure and all that stuff in play, he'll send another, he'll send another and he'll send another and he'll send them in masses at that point. But he can't do that until you're trained to do that until you are able and he could do it. He can do whatever he wants, but he will do it. in the contrary, if you're not ready and he'll send them all to you and then he'll watch you fall in order for you to get that test. That is your testimony, right? It's like giving the people who aren't ready millions of dollars because they won the lottery. They're not ready for it or giving it to the 23 year old athlete who is now just signed into the NFL They are ready for it. They haven't yet earned the right to be trusted with that amount of money. And therefore they splurge and now they're in debt Mm -hmm. and they have to start all over. Yeah. Right. I think it goes with that saying that like to whom much is given much is expected. So we promise so much, but how much are we fulfilling on it in business? What's your fulfillment look like? What's your satisfaction rate look like? Because maybe you're not fulfilling on what you're doing. Are you over delivering? Are you under delivering? You know, test, test, test every time. What are those surveys saying? And are we willing to look at that feedback and realize, man, we're not actually where we need to be, whether it's aligned or not. And I think this goes back to the point too. someone wiser than me said this at one point, our Lord himself chose 12 followers. Mm hmm. 
I cannot tell you how many times I look with imposter syndrome at Tamara's Instagram and I'm like, someday y'all, I'm going to have an Instagram. Like I, I don't, I have a very small following, but to, to my credit and glory to God, I, it's not the following that I have that got me to where I'm at. You guys, I'm grateful for the relationship that I have with Tamara because it was based in a relationship. It was based on showing up and genuinely, uh, you know, asking her to share her light with our show. And just, so it's just one of those things. I hope that serves as a message to you guys. It's not about the followers. Yes, there is power. Yes, that is warranted. And yes, there is so much that good you can do with that. Um, but coming from almost the, the opposite, right? Like 180, where it's like, I don't have that. But then again, our Lord only had 12 that went on to impact the world. Like that should be the most empowering thing for you in this space right now. No, no number is too small to start making a difference in someone's life. And if it's one person, it's worth it. Yeah. Cause you guys have to remember that one touches nine who touches 16. So if you show up for the one today, you're actually showing up for 16. So I had another gal on my coaching call earlier who was talking about her workshop only has a certain amount of people in it. And she's like, oh, it's only three. And I'm like, three times 16 is a big number. And I can't do math on the spot. So I can't tell you. But that's a lot of people. Mm. So it's the recognition. Flip the script on what the secular world, what the marketplace has told you matters. Because ministry says it's for the one. And yes. you, as a business owner, are a ministry owner. You, Absolutely. you are leading a front. Absolutely. Right? And so bring that heart. Bring the heart of the Bible into the marketplace and watch what he does with it. You well, guys. That's oh. so incredible. I just would love to add to that really quick because yeah. when you take the focus from what I don't have to what you have, you go from being powerless to being so powerful because you have it. You already have it. You already are the person that you're waiting for. God isn't making you wait on anyone else. He's saying, are you willing to show up? I've paved this way for you. Are you going to do it? Yeah, he didn't tell Peter, like, hey, go and run a cut and go yes. get some really special shoes that somebody else made. Like, and I need you to get a life jacket and I need you. No, he said, get out of the boat right yes. now in faith. Faith over fear, get out of the boat just as you are and watch what I'll do. Yes. And so that's why when I say activation, I mean activation. We're not couches, we're converters, right? That is going to be a new tagline. I'm going to say it all the time. You totally need to have that as part of your like. Oh, it's so good. Sorry. (laughs) Like the the big like activation. (laughs) It's so true. But again, it all goes back to him because I can't convert something on my own. Conversion is is an outlet. I need something to make a converter. There's a tool, right? And the tool is my alignment to God to point you to the direction of the actual truest source of my energy, right? I'm just the, I'm just the conduit Yes. in order for you to say, oh, wow, there's this electric thing that keeps me alive. Yes. And that's your breath. Find your breath, find your being, you'll discover your brand and your business will thrive. Oh, I could just mic drop it. Man, I need these effects, Tamara. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Oh gosh, you guys. Thank you for being along for the first ever Clubhouse meets Facebook meets YouTube live of the Fit and Faith podcast. Just mean you are a treasure. You're a treasure. You are wise beyond your years. And you're a good, good mama. My, my Elliot's so happy that he got to be on the debut. I mean, like how many other kids 
get to say that, right? (laughs) It's the sound, that sweet, sweet sound, relish in it. It goes fast. It does. It does. It just inspires, you know, either even other women that are listening and following you, Tamara, you know, there's just so much to be said about the power of motherhood and what it makes you do. It makes you fight even that much harder as a lioness, as a queen, as the one ruling your kingdom like that. You have we have the power over the next generation. Yeah. How are we going to use that? How are we going to show up? And I'm just so humbled that I get to do this in my very own home with my kids at my side because I think they need to realize the power that they have to show up as well. Yeah. And it starts with us. And so however you're listening, whatever that means to you, I just hope that that's encouraging. And yes, we have little grumpy pants in, in the background here as well. So <laughs> yeah, grumpy pants. We love you. That's not his name. What's his name? We will call him by Elliot. His name, his Elliot. name is Elliot, which means strength and bravery. He was there my NICU child and miracle. So God is always working miracles. You never know when you never know how, but um, Elliot so is definitely one of mine. Well, let's pray him out, God. We just pray right now for Elliot. We pray for the legacy that his mama is leaving over his house, over his home, over his character, over his being, God. You say to train them up in the way that they will go and shall go and they will not depart from it. And so, God, we just thank you for her heart and for her testimony. And we thank you that those trials, God, are just going to be the way that she serves and out of abundance and love and empathy, God, that she is able to help transform the lives of the many that you are going to send her, that she is a strong shepherd and she continues to train herself so that she can train other people. We love you. We give you all the praise for this time and we just submit it to you um, to do with it as you will and to get it to the ears and the hearts of those who need it. In your sweet name we pray. Amen. 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 Is that going to be one too? We need amen. Yes. Justine Mater, you guys can find her on the Virtually Limitless podcast and Instagram at your name, though, right? Not Virtually Limitless? Yeah, yep, definitely. They'll see me at Justine Mater. I keep it pretty simple. Yeah, <laughs> this conversation. There's people on live with us right now. If you're on Clubhouse, come over for Q&A. We're going to have a couple minutes of Q&A with Justine, and it's just been an honor. Thank Yay. you. Night to an ember within you, something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fit and faith underscore podcast or me personally at tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. Do you want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of local church. 
Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.